Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shardangers. It's your boy, DJ Big Bopper here. How's everything going today? You know, I'm doing pretty good. It's Wednesday. School starts next week, and so I'm like, mm. But, like, you know, school starts next week, so I'm like, okay. See, I'm kind of excited, other than the fact, so I came to work, like, I left 30 minutes early to work, because uh, here on Tarleton, they went ahead and they changed all of the purple parking to red parking. So. Yeah. Parking <laughs> is a disaster. Also, today is when... Um, the like they went back to school steamville isd oh, so yeah. i was gonna take free on my way home or on my way here i always do yeah couldn't do it there was still a line when i left my apartment this morning i was like Mm-mm, just going down washington street i left 30 minutes early made it like two minutes before i was late so yeah honestly uh, next week i'm literally gonna wake up at 5 30 in the morning i'm gonna get to campus at 6 45 i'm gonna sleep in my car for an hour and then i'm gonna go to class just to get a parking spot me personally i'm gonna buy a red per parking sticker off a freshman you know figure it out i'll figure it out do something (laughs) well see you can because you live in a house i can't have my like mustang ranch sticker and then have a red parking you know that's That's a little suspect but but uh we hope you guys are doing good like we said school's about to start back for us so we'll have some stories about that next week probably but we do got some good stories for you this week and we're also going to be covering the vmas and then what else you got, Bob? That's right. We got a little bit on Axl Rose. You know, Guns N' Roses, they might be coming out with some new music. So that's pretty exciting. If um, We also got all that Nikki beef, everything that's been going on with that. We also have news about the Eagles. And then we also have a little bit on the, um, uh, the Aerosmith. So what else do we got? For me, I got all the VMA stuff. And me and Bob were really, really wrong last week. So I'm just throwing that out there. This is going to be VMA heavy. I, uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened at the VMAs. They were very anticlimactic. Um, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in some of the results, but it wasn't very... Well, We were wrong. Yeah, we were. Um, and so I've got some noticeable mentions about a couple of things. Um, I've got some news about Simone Biles. Also, we covered a story last week for sports news about the uh, player in Maryland. An op-ed was written, so we're going to read through that a little bit. Um, and that's me, but, uh, what's your song of the week? All right. I'm gonna go ahead and jump in. And, um, I know I didn't really talk about this last week cause I was still waiting for it to get fully done and fully released, but, um, excision, uh, is one of my favorite dubstep producers and artists. He recently just dropped his, uh, a brand new, um, it's called annihilate. This is a brand new album. And my track is going to be, or my song of the week is going to be one of the tracks off of that album. And it is going to be uh, one-on-one, and it's Excision featuring, or it's also with Space Laces. And if you don't know who Space Laces is, he's another really good uh, dubstep producer and uh, EDM artist as well. He's phenomenal. Together, they made a monster fire track, and the actually the entire album's pretty dang heavy. It uh, It's all fire to me. I, I liked it. It was all good. <laughs> so what about you, Sade? What is your song of the week for this my song of the week, uh, I've been really into, um, I don't know, you know, my taste in music is uh, different. Um, I guess, really, it's, I guess I'll call it alternative because it's not, if it's pop, sometimes it's pop, but sometimes it's like pop but different, mm-hmm. or rock but different, or hip hop but different. Um, so it's going to be the song Holy by King Princess. Okay. I've been listening to a little bit of King Princess. One of her most notable songs is 1950. So, um, that's what I'm into this week. So, 
You want to jump into some news? How, what, what, how do you want to format it this week? Do you want to do some music? You want to go to over the VMAs first? Yeah, I'd there? say we go ahead and go over the VMAs because I know that's the big thing we've been talking about, we've been waiting on. So let's go ahead and give our listeners what they want. All right. Well, a lot happened at the VMAs this year. There was some uh, some beef. Number one, this was, what, the lowest ratings, right? Yeah. We got, um, I think they had the lowest amount of people viewing. I think it was 4.6, 4.8 million. And the average rating was a 1.1. I thought you said 2.1. Mm, 1.1. 1.1. Man, my Snapchats get more views than that. Not really. I made that joke earlier. It wasn't funny then, and it's not funny now. But, um, yeah, so number one. And then number two, um, Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart were, like, the MCs. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it went well. And they're both really funny. And so I don't – I think think the VMAs are just starting to become – Well – I, I feel like know. they're just trying to – well, I see that they know that they're losing views and they're trying to new things to try to, you know, get people. And they're like, oh, you know, Kevin Hart, he's a funny comedian. He'll draw a crowd. And it's just – and uh, it's just – I don't know. It, I felt like they were trying too hard. Yes. You know it, felt, I mean? um, it felt like they were trying too hard. That's what I think as well. And so um, I didn't watch. I watched Bachelor in Paradise mm. straight up. Bibiana went home. I'm so sad. But so, I mean, I don't even watch the VMAs anymore and I love music and I love music videos, Mm -hmm. but let's get into some of the results. So as you guys know, me and Bob talked about it um, last week or week before when we first got the nominations, we made some bets and we were like, you owe me apps and blah, blah, blah. We, I don't even know who won just because um, we, I know for sure we both got one point on Cardi B. (laughs) But other than that, I really think that we might've tied at that one. So, for video of the year, dude, okay, um, so it was No Tears Left to Cry, Finesse, uh, Havana, Ape, and then This is America and God's Plan. You said Finesse, yeah, and I said God's Plan, because we're average human beings who listen to hip-hop music yeah. or, or just pop music and, like, Havana one. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of surprised me. I thought yeah, the overall, like, the video production of it was, like, decent, but I don't know. There I mean, there's a lot of Camila Cabello fans out there, so. Yeah. And also, she won Artist of the Year, and so we both had Drake winning. Yeah, which really blows my mind because, you know, I, Drake went triple platinum before his album even released. It was already triple platinum. I like, want to just... know, like, what the qualifications for, like, winning this stuff is. Because, honestly, I don't even know if Drake went to the VMAs. Well, here's the thing. I feel like it's a lot kind of like, you know, um, the the Oscars, you know? You know, we think who's going to yeah. win. It's who, chosen who by is, a category. And... is going to win, but it, it's reserved for the um, – what are, what are the committee or what are they called? The, um, I don't know. Some group of people who think they know everything. Yeah, and that's basically how they get their vote. So I don't know. Is this a is this a popular vote or is this just like a committee vote? Some of them are. One of my honorable mentions is, um, I think like new artists and stuff like that, or maybe it's push artist. Haley Kyoko won push artist of the year. Okay, she is a. Um, an Asian lesbian songwriter, and uh, she was on the movie Lemonade Mouth, and back on Disney Channel with Bridget yeah. Mendler. It's it was been a while time a while back, um, but she's been making music ever since then, and like she's on tour with uh, uh, Panic at the Disco right okay. now, and so like she's been um, starting to come up this year, and so this year has been um, 
one of the things that's come out of this year is it's been hashtagged hashtag 20 gay teen. And so, um, so that was a real big win for her. Um, and yeah, winning push artist of the year. And this was like her first year to be at the VMAs. And then, um, I've got some other notable mentions later on. Um, but so Camila Cabello, we, uh, just talked about one artist of the year. Um, Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart were presenting. And one of the things that Tiffany Haddish said was like, um, you know, everybody that's watching this, um, she like talks about Camila Cabello and you know how well she's doing. And it's like everybody, you know, who's watching this, um, from their couch, high fifth harmony and like gives a little dig at him and like, Ooh, (laughs) Camila was like, she like looked uncomfortable you can tell and everybody else was like she's like oh. baby rexa was like <laughs> and i was like that's uncomfortable but then Nicki minaj got on stage later on and was like hey tiff don't come for fifth harmony because normani is that you know <laughs> like um she had a song with khalid called love lies yeah come out earlier this year lauren's doing music like they're all making music just separately now so um i mean obviously they're not doing as good as camila but you know so song of the year I had New Rules by Dua Lipa. I love Dua Lipa so much. I'm so sad I didn't get to go see her when she was in Dallas. I will see her. Um, Bop had God's Plan. Yeah. Because that... <laughs> because we... Come on. I, and, I listened to hip-hop. I this watched whole the podcast charts. Is, like... This whole podcast is going to be us annoyed about why the things that were chosen were chosen. I, I know. I know what I'm talking about when i come to the thing like i know what... rockstar by post malone and 21 savage one how can i look i love we know you know we love post you know we you... talk about him in every podcast we love post malone but, but how sway how sway but i mean i love look i love post malone but that makes no sense to me I'm not saying it's not a good song you know it's 21 savage and post malone rocked it it was a good song yeah i mean but like Finesse did so good this year. And that's not even the one I chose. Um, Havana won music or video of the year and she won artist of the year. So I was like, maybe her. Perfect. Katie would argue all day. She loves Ed Sheeran. She loves that song. Um, New Rules is a bop. God's plan. That is a bop. I just hey, don't understand. Dude, <laughs> I bop. don't even know what that means. It, I don't. It's just like kid. Okay. Real quick, yesterday, I went to dinner with my uh, roommate's little sister because she just moved in. And, like, I felt so old. Yeah. Those kids are graduating in 2022. Yeah, imagine. I'll be 25. Imagine. I'm already six years older than them. Oh, my God. It's so strange because then I was like, oh, have you guys um, downloaded so-and-so? Or I was like, you guys aren't on Yik Yak, are they? And they're like, we were on that in high school and it got banned because people were talking crap about each other. And I was like, in college? I was like. In college, we used Yik Yak to, like, hey, does anybody have any milk? And like, no, Or, like, like, I'm cooking in the kitchen. Anybody want to join? Or I'm going to, I'm going to the bar, but I don't want to go alone. Meet up at a PT's at, you know, 930. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's literally how you made friends. And, like, they used it for bullying. And I'm just like, whoa. I felt so old. But anyways, <laughs> so, yeah, like. it's I'm, I am annoyed because God's, I'm sorry, God's plan <laughs> came out, like, just in the two weeks, God Plan had more views, more. <sighs> and I mean, like, it even, I mean, I'm sure it was a tax write-off, but he donated so much money. 
away in that music video. Like, he, you know, he could have been doing for his kid, but he was wanted to be good for charity. Like, I just, oh, man, I'm just so yeah. frustrated. And see, the thing to me, like, Rockstar <laughs> is uh, it's a lot slower. Their beats per minute is a lot slower. It's a lot it's slower tempo, you know, and it's, I just wouldn't, it just doesn't pump you up. Like, you know, God's plan, you're at the club, you... You know, the part comes on. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Okay. Everybody in the also, club is going to be yelling. Also, let's look at the message behind the songs. God's plan. God has, like, things cut out for me. I got I to gotta just follow him and just, like, you know, do the thing. Or mm-hmm. I've been blanking blank and popping pills. Man, I feel just like a rock star. Yeah, I... We're visibly upset, <laughs> and this is nothing bad about Post Malone. It's just yeah, I love Post. upsetting. I just I uh, I just don't. I don't think even it think was... Drake went to the VMAs. He legit probably didn't even care. Okay, look. Oh my God, the music video for God's Plan came out six months ago. Guess how many views it has? Uh, I'd probably say four hundred million. Seven hundred. And 85 million views. Yeah, it's almost near a billion. Rockstar's been out for over a year now, right? Um, I say. Yeah, because it came out in Beer Bongs and Bentley, yeah. right? So that's been out for over a year, and I'm going to say it probably has what, 100, 200 million? 395. Okay. So. Not bad. But it's still half of it, half. and it came out, uh, oh, what, another Th- eight another months three, before? Another three months before. Three months. Okay, sorry. Three months. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess it is. That was the beginning of last, yeah, okay, that was fall semester. Sorry. When you're in school, you know, everything kind of runs together. <laughs> it does, it all runs together. But so, like, oh, whatever, okay, best new artist. We were right about this one. I mean, I was, if I was wrong on this one, I, you know, I would have, I don't know what I would have done. I would have been very, very upset if Cardi did not get, Cardi. after getting 10 nominations and just, just like, no, mm, yeah. She also went on stage and like um, pretended that she had culture with her, and then was like holding it and like wrapped in a blanket. And then she like unwraps the blanket and it's her Moon Man. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, I see you. So there's one we can stand behind. We agree with that one. Mm-hmm. I would have been. I know she would have been excited if it was Lil Pump, but I would have. No. I would have never watched the VMAs ever again. I, I wouldn't. I don't honestly know. See, and I didn't watch them, and I'm not sad about it because I don't think I missed any big performances, really. Well, I mean, um, we had that. Didn't um, the Backstreet Boys end up playing? They did the pre-show, and <laughs> we were just talking about this. I was like, I feel so weird, like, watching these grown men perform choreography that's, like, better set for BTS. Like, I get it, and I respect the Backstreet Boys for being t- – because they never broke up. They're, They've always I mean, been a band. T- and they're Absolutely. It's just like – they're going back on tour as a boy band, and I feel like Lance was like, they just need to take up some instruments, revitalize them. So I was like, you know what? They can be the Uptown Men. They can be a rock band. Like, yeah, they could take literally all of their songs and change them to more of like a, you know, not, it doesn't even have to be a rock, like a... Just something else. You know, you know? just so, Yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I mean, you know, I could admire the things that they're doing. You know, it's just weird to see them like during that choreo. Mm-hmm. They're like... Oh, did I hurt your knees, man? I I use the phrase, if your son is old enough to be in a boy band, then you're too old to be in a boy band. So Makes sense. I mean, um, I I feel like that's a pretty dang good rule to go by. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. So for best collab, um, 
the nominations were BB Rexa and Florida Georgia Line meant to be, um, Bruno and Cardi finesse, finesse remix, and that's what we both chose. Um, the Carters for Ape, and I was like, that one that one had so many hits, it did so well. That might win, but we'll see. Um, Logic, oh one eight hundred, and we were like, that was a good mashup too. I think it'll win a different category. Um, and then Lemon with Nerd and Rihanna, um, and then De Niro with J Lo. DJ Khaled and Cardi B, which won. Well, and so like I don't like I said I don't know how they're picking the winners. I mean, regardless, Cardi won, so I guess that's a win. But I mean, yeah, that's a win for Cardi, so it's a win for us all. But like, I I I was not impressed by that song. I just wasn't like compared to the others. It just I mean I would put it above you know Florida Georgia Line. That's just me personally. Though. Yeah, that's, and that song actually did very very well. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, f- c- finesse. Yeah. I, uh, I'm still, I mean. Dripping and finesse. This is why I hate to go sense. up against, like, my personal opinions against, you know, like, the people that give out awards. Because <gasps> I was like, no, they're never right. You know what we need to do? This is what we're going to do. So, if you guys don't know, oh, we're going to have Jake on the podcast in a couple weeks. We are. Jake is, like, totally out there like his like the way he looks at music is completely different from anyone else's and i love it because i'll send out music emails like for review and so he'll send me back his honest opinion and most of these bands he either doesn't like or care about so it's honest and he's like yeah this would fit our format or no this sucks and so what what we should do because now we're starting to film videos where we like um we're reading off his reviews of stuff Let's send him this list, right? Let's see what he thinks. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let, let him rank them. Because yeah. he likes yes. to rank. Yeah, he likes to out. rank them. So, yeah, let's send out this list to him and send him leaks to each of these and be like, choose your winner out of every category. And the thing is with Jake, he uh, what he likes to do in his uh, free time is he likes to um, review albums, like CD albums online. He likes to do that kind of thing. So he's really good at being able to break down the elements of a song of an album and really tell you exactly what it is. Even it, it, and this is a totally, um, he does not put his personal opinion in his, well, he, he'll let you know when it is his personal opinion in a review. And then he'll like switch back to just straight elements. And he just goes down the line. And I appreciate that about him. Yeah, me too. I, I think that it's refreshing to get something from him because like he doesn't look at music the same way we do. He's not in the same genres as we are. Um, he's a huge Limp Bizkit fan. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I don't know. It's it's so fascinating just hearing like things from his point of view. So that's what we need to do for next week. We'll go over these, or maybe maybe the week after. I don't know. Next week we we're kind of um, with everything coming back. Uh, we got T week going up. We or we got T week going on right now. We got Howdy week coming up. We got school, so we got a little bit on our plate right now. So that'll be, probably be a week or two. We might have some more announcements. Um, just some changes within the podcast, but yeah. we also you want to do a quick quick dj in orientation plug i'm sorry i am not speaking english a dj orientation plug we have a september 6th at math 125 at tarleton uh, state university we're going to be looking for new djs for our station so we have a i believe we have one set up for noon and then one also set up for 5 30 and this mm-hmm. is in uh, math 125 you just yeah. come out um we'll talk to you about being a dj and it's uh what you can do um 
we're looking for DJs for our rock station. We're looking for DJs for our hip hop station, and we're still working on getting our uh, hip hop to start at eight o'clock, so we yeah. can get. So hopefully, we can get more DJs for that. There's some good stuff coming. Um, honestly, being a DJ was like one of the dopest things, like for me, because I, you know, I was so involved in music, like since middle school, and um, college was the first time where I was like not playing an instrument or like not involved with music anymore until my first semester I started being a DJ and then I got hired on the next semester you know and and then I've been a part of the station for three years now Mm -hmm. and so um and this has been one of the best experiences I've ever had in college plus this leads to such great job opportunities um Chris worked at the ranch for a little bit Casey Casey Katie works for iHeartRadio now Mm -hmm. so um it's really great board operating experience. Oh, yeah. um, and board opping is something you can do on the weekends as a side job if you wanted to. Or you can make a career out of it. So um, it's a really great experience, guys. We encourage you to come out if you're, you know, a Tarleton student yeah. and want to come do this stuff. And honestly, it's not just that, like, I, um, I'm i an engineer an engineering major so I had no idea I didn't even know we had a radio station and then I took speech one year and my speech professor um, he actually worked at the radio station he Winston was Winston Dawson Winston <laughs> Dawson station director Winston who, Dawson who fills in wherever he felt needed that's right and um, I had him in speech and one day the next semester I'm in the library and for something and he runs up across to me he's like hey man you want to be a DJ you get free queso I was like uh all right, cool, cool. So I headed over there. I was like, you know, this sounds like a lot of fun. So I ended up doing it. The next thing I know, now I work for the radio station. I never thought that I would ever have a job in radio and think about pursuing a career in radio. Right. Being like, hey, I want to be, now I wouldn't mind being a broadcast engineer, you know, a sound engineer. Uh, just, I don't know. I, I would mean, enjoy it. I'm on air talent already. So I'm just going to do that in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, guys, come check it out. It's so much fun. We really do have a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, the atmosphere of the station, it's so cool. It's just like, it's a radio station in college. This is pitch perfect, yep. minus the singing. Yeah, that's right. And so. it's, it's whatever <laughs> you want to play. It's not like, oh, hey, um, you're going to be on air. You're going to be talking at these times, but you have to play this. No. No, it's you uh, get to play you whatever choose from you our want. format. So but our format is ugh, it's so it's almost everything. It's um, it's all the way from the sixties rock to like now. Yeah. And, and it's then, any anything in, in between. Yeah. It's we got indie rock, rock alternative. It's a bunch of different stuff. You'll find your niche here. Um also we do have a couple of niche shows. So come check us out. Back to the VMAs. We we're so wrong and I'm so upset about it. Best hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Nominations: Bardie Cardi, The Carters for Ape again, God's Plan, ATM, and Walk It Talk It, and Chun Li. I said, being of sound mon- mind and body, God's Plan, one hundred percent. And me, because I was on that Migos grind at the time, I was going to go walk it like I talk it. Because, yeah. man, and plus that music video had came out, and that music video, I... It was just look, like They, they put that party. disco-esque, <laughs> and it did... I, dude, that blew my mind. Like, I could not believe how it lined up, because I didn't expect it to line up with that, but they made it work. They looked great. It sounded great. It, The music worked with the video. It was phenomenal. The whole production was phenomenal. And... Uh, I should have seen it coming. So the winner, they need rappers like her so that they can make her the bad guy. Chun Li, which I, hindsight, you know, 
I thought I I should have put Chun Li. I know. <sighs> well, I guess at the time I didn't know Queen was coming out either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But like, still, I don't know. I just feel like. I just feel okay when all it? this came out. I was er... honestly ATM. ATM yeah. was such a good song, and that whole album by J. Cole. I'm just so frustrated. Like, okay, you know what? Nicki Minaj deserves a credit. Her album was pretty good, but I'm just like, that's so random to me. Queen was a banger, but I do think I don't know. Chun Li was one of my favorite. I'd say that's easily one of my top three on the new album. Yeah, mine, mine too. But is it one of your but, top three out of this uh, list? Yeah. Honestly, mm, I also see, if I had if I had to pick. It would be Walk and Talk It, God's Plan. And then, honestly, it'd be a hard third for Barty or Cardi or Chun Li. I, I don't, I, I, I put those at the same, in this, I would put those at the same ranking because those are both yeah. very good songs. I, I just, and also, I need to know, like, because that song came out probably like a month before voting. Mm-hmm. I just need to know the timing of all of this because I don't necessarily agree. But congratulations, Nikki. Oh, yeah. Also, and yeah, in her speech, she you know defended Normani. Yeah, so. we're not we, if <laughs> we're not bashing any of these no, artists. No, 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 no. We're just confused as of how the process works because we were completely wrong. But you guys know we're full of ourselves and think we're That's, always right. Yeah, that is so. true. <laughs> like we 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 like all of these songs on this list, but we we obviously have our personal opinion on which we think is absolutely. I don't think there is a single song they chose this year that is bad so no no <laughs> um so for best dance and you know what i just found out something that we're going to talk about in a second so for best dance it was um avici featuring rita or lonely together um one kiss by dua lipa and calvin harris which is what you said um the chain smokers everybody hates me which was one of the ones i was going to say um uh, but i ended up saying marshmallow and khalid silence um and then there was Zed and Liam Payne, Get Low. And then there was David Guetta and Sia Flames. So Avicii and Rita Ora won Lonely Together. And th- there's some I didn't really think about when I was making this list. Um, they were all, they're all good. Uh, but Avicii ended up passing away. Okay. But see, I just read something that said that it was suicide. Uh, I didn't know if it was suicide. I know he had passed away. I thought it was because complications of his health. Because yeah. I know he had been battling some health issues for a while. Well, so he had pancreatitis mm-hmm. um, due to excessive drinking. Um, he got his gallbladder and appendix removed in 2014, um, which is why he retired from his tour eventually in 2016. Um, but this is saying, um, and this is according to TMZ, so I don't know how trustworthy it is. But... Um, the exact cause of his death revealed um, that it was suicide by cutting himself with a broken wine bottle. See, and then again, that's why I think that I'm mad with the our last one on this list too. Man, mm, okay. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Avisi, he was a phenomenal artist. I know I, a lot of people probably know Levels. Uh, I know that was uh, wake really... Wake Me Up. Oh yeah, Wake Me Up as well. Those, those are some of them that more, I guess, more popular. That's more in like uh, the house scene that people might know. But he's a phenomenal. He was a phenomenal producer and artist. And Absolutely, it's definitely sad to see him leave. So, uh, I chose, I chose Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa because Calvin Harris. I've always when it comes to house, takes. Calvin Harris is always probably one of my go-to. David Guetta um, and Calvin Harris. However, the ch- the Chainsmokers have been doing a lot of new house stuff which has yeah. been because they've been doing uh i i know they did 
some stuff with uh, who was that gentleman? It was uh, Tiesto. They did Split, and it's only you. And it was a very interesting take on house and EDM music. And I, I would almost put it in new house genre. And honestly, it's very interesting to see the Chainsmokers. They were always more on that house pop sound yeah. already. And yeah. now they, they seem to be transforming into more of a newer house. And it's actually really enjoyable. If you haven't listened to it, it's uh, Tiesto and the Chainsmokers Split. And it's a phenomenal song. It's enjoyable to you? It is enjoyable. The first song, well, not the first, but the first song that actually got me interested in the Chainsmokers was this one called Kanye. And it's just literally about, like, I want to be like Kanye West. I want to, you know, like, run my own stuff. Yeah. All that. But back then, this was, like, 2014. I was in high school. I thought like the chain smokers were girls because I didn't they're DJs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were DJs. But also if you remember the song Selfie, that's like one of the first songs that let the chain smokers were. But well, first, thought, let me take a selfie. I thought she ended up didn't she get a or split from the I think because those two gentlemen are what are the actual chain smokers? They're two two guys and they're the DJs for it. Yeah. But the girl I thought that sang in there, didn't she end up leaving the chain smokers? Um, I don't know. I know. So the Chainsmokers featuring Siren X is mm-hmm. Kanye. So Siren X is the one who um, who speaks in, in uh, um, Kanye. I don't know who. Because they don't have anything featuring on Selfie. So it's all exactly. Chainsmokers. But in the recent tracks, I haven't heard um, the girl anymore. And yeah. No, me neither. And I don't think that they. Um, yeah. Chainsmokers, Selfie Girl. Um, but who is she? So, um, oh, Lindsay Diane. Okay. She was a model in the face of, oh, she was the face of it. Oh, she was. So I guess, um, I guess that was like one of the big songs that blew up that everybody like kind of knew. And so I guess they just thought that she was the Chainsmokers because, you know, she's the one you see. They don't really know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when their first, oh, you know what? Their first stuff was like that though mm-hmm. because roses yeah i'll have to look up who's in that one but i'm sure that's a feature with someone too so they were just djs at first and that's uh what a lot of people don't realize that's why um a lot of the new stuff it's more new house and it's not singing it because it's them and they're playing with other house edm artists and it's i think they do a great job you know like i think that they should I don't, I don't know i think they could still stay on that same direction with bringing back you know some voice in it but everything they produced so far in this past year has been phenomenal it's been pretty good yeah i've been um been rocking some chainsmokers for a little bit um best rock we were wrong so bob had champion by fallout boy no. i had uh lincoln park one more light you know i really thought they were going to give it to lincoln park um deservedly so um but if not i circled panic because i was like Panic at the Disco's album was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had so many top hits off the album. Um, and they gave it to Imagine Dragons, Whatever It Takes. Yeah, this which, makes me angry for many reasons. One of them being... Well, one, I don't consider that song a rock song. I, I, I don't... I, yeah, it's kind of poppy. It's it, kind of housey. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. I feel like nowadays a lot of these lines are being blurred between different genres. And they're yeah, really combining them are. all, but there's not a... There's not something to call it yet, so it's yeah. still 
Like he, I think he could go either way on being more of a pop rock, more of a. I, I don't, but I wouldn't. I don't know. This song frustrates me so much, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we go to Boss Talks on Thursday, <laughs> the DJ sings it every time, and I'm like, I get like you want to get your your plug in there or whatever, but like. There will literally be a whole list and like some people won't get to sing because he feels the need to sing whatever it takes. So I'm like, really? And I, it just annoys me so bad. And Katie knows this too. I have to send these results to her and be like, huh, I bet you'd be so happy. Okay, next category is video with a message. Can I, do I need to say like how wrong we were? It, no, um... We were so wrong. I felt like we made some valid points, and just like, well, just like that, based off of what we heard about, um, just from the best dance, like, yeah, you know that. That's. I think um, I'm okay with video with a message with the winner, though. Yeah, no, it I, was this is America, and I deservedly so. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, at all. I think. Um, all of these had a great message. Yeah, one hundred percent. They all had a great message. We both chose one eight hundred by Logic because um, we, when we broke it down, we felt like you know that's something that affects everybody. It doesn't matter yeah. what, who you are. You poor or rich. Well, it kind of is niche, really. But I mean, you know, it just people struggling going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I I feel like this song's probably won a couple of other awards too, though. Um, but it went to This Is America for Childish Gambino. I think he also won Best Direction and some mm. other stuff, which if you've seen that music video, it's literally like one one long take. I think they did like two takes of just going through that whole process. That's wild. So it's crazy. That took a lot of effort and everything. So, you know, congratulations to uh, Childish Gambino um, and his uh, twin brother, Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some notable mentions, which um, we which will lead into a story that we have. But like I said, Haley Kiyoko won Push Artist of the Year. Um, Halsey wasn't there. She didn't go to the VMAs. She didn't get nominated for any awards. You know, she had an album come out. Mm-hmm. She directed all of the videos for the albums. Right. And she said, she uh, like quote unquote literally said that she felt... Um, like she was just getting woman crush Wednesday by MTV. Like, like basically like that's your woman crush Wednesday, but you're not going to cover Like, and they didn't yeah. nominate her for anything. So she didn't go. She didn't feel like she needed to be there. She, they didn't deserve her presence. So she didn't go. And then, um, Lil Xan and Noah Cyrus are a thing. And I'm just feeling real bad Man, for Billy Ray right now. I... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Miley's Miley's seem to be doing really well now. Like, yeah. she, there was a while. There was she, a there was a couple of years there. She was just wild and out. I could say some things about Miley. I'm not going to, but I could. But um, I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I don't know if I've listened to any of Lil Xan's songs, and I probably won't because I don't like it. I I've heard don't. En- I've like, heard. I've heard enough to know that it is not worth um listening to. I don't like his name is Lil Xan. I don't like we we talked about Be the like, glorification. <laughs> Clean up the rap gang, Lil Windex. <laughs> Please do it. Is that is that a thing already? Yeah, no, that's a oh, actual. Man. It's an actual. I thought okay when I saw it, I thought it was a joke, and actually, I, this whole thing is a little meme. But that I thought it was a joke. No, it's an actual. It's an actual rapper named Lil Windex, and he has songs. It's actually Cleaning he, up the rap game. He I actually has that. some good songs, which surprised me because I, I thought it was a that. joke. But I feel bad for um, – I really feel bad for Billy Ray because I feel like as soon as life gets back to normal for him, something happens. No. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, 
like it, we talked about glorification of drugs well, last week, so we don't the, need to get into well, it. Well, if you've seen but... the like whole Zan thing, um, I've seen a lot of memes from it. It was like it was um, Noah is the Noah is leftovers, but it's been out for four hours at room temperature, and then it's <laughs> me at three a.m. and it shows little Zan like. <laughs> The open mouth kiss on the cheek, weird, terrible, like, Aww. oh, my God. Also, I don't, I mean, get face tattoos if you want to. I'm just not a huge fan. Also, I feel like he's 12 years old, so, I, I mean. I think he, he turned 19, I thought. Well, you know my boy Lil Pump. Just finally just turned. Just turned 18. He's 21. Oh, is he 21? I thought it was 19, dude. He's almost 22. So. How, Sway? House that, way. That's insane to me. Oh my god. How old is Noah Cyrus? Are they like whoa. Well, she's eighteen. Noah, yeah, I was about to say Noah's young. She's, I know she's just turned like because that was the whole reason she wasn't dating is because she wasn't eighteen yet. Like or like it was in public. Her dating was in public. That's why I think this yeah, she you said she was eighteen now? Yeah, it's so crazy though, because like Billy Ray's fifty six and then his like oldest daughter is thirty one. And then Isn't there's Noah 29. The, Noah's the youngest, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and Noah's got some music out. And it's crazy, like, to listen to her music and to listen to Miley's because they're, like, different directions but almost the same voice. <laughs> it's strange, dude. It's And Make Me Cry, I don't like the song. It makes me uncomfortable because, like, it's, like, all you ever do is make me. And then it's teardrop sound. Like, a, just a water droplet sound, and I don't like it. I don't like it. But other than that, um, she's got some pretty good stuff out. But then um, we talked about Lil's, um, Tiffany Haddish saying, Hi, Fifth Harmony, and then Nikki coming back and clapping at her. Um, Post Malone performed with Aerosmith. He performed Rockstar, his MTV um, award-winning song of the year. And then um, they performed Dream On with Aerosmith. And um, if you've been keeping up with the news, then you know that uh, he was almost in some trouble this week. Um, Musicians Post Malone and Andrew Watt were both on board a Gulfstream airplane that successfully made an emergency landing after experiencing issues during takeoff, according to a source with knowledge of the flight. The Gulfstream 4 jet took off from New Jersey's Teterboe. Tetterboro Airport (laughs) and was originally bound for the UK but the plane was diverted to New York York Stewart International Airport um, after it blew two tires upon takeoff. So, and they were circling for about four hours they were circling this before they were landing. Yeah, they were trying to um, blow off fuel Mm -hmm. to make I think... So that that they uh, because since your tires are out it's going to be a lot harder to or it's going to be a lot harder to stop. You don't have as much friction, so you got to drop that weight. Yeah. So that when when they go, their momentum doesn't carry them through or past um, the landing strip. So when they when he finally did land, he made sure to tweet out like, "Hey, uh, made it safely." <laughs> well, no, no, he tweeted, "I landed, guys. Thank you for your prayers. Can't believe how many people wish death on me on this website." But not today. There was an expletive in there, but I, you know, yeah, I chose to work it out. But uh, Post Malone, whose real name is Austin Post, if you didn't know, you know how you chose his name? He, um, no. He put it in a random name gem- oh, generator. Oh, wait. That, uh, he did the Wu-Tang gen- generator. And he was like... That's right. He wanted the name Post and then didn't care what else. <laughs> and so Post Malone. And it, for some reason, works. Um, so... 
Yeah, Austin Post. He's 23. Did you know that? I didn't know he was 23. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was at Terra Community College like three years ago. Yeah, he went with Chris. That's cool. So. Um, he said, honestly, in 100 million years, I would have never, um, you guys expect to do this ever. Accepting this award is sick. That's what he said. Um, after winning an MTV. Yeah, me too. Um, honestly, dear God, I just, I feel like he smells like a garbage dump. He he looks like he probably does. <laughs> Honestly, and but he's cool with it, and I'm cool with him. His whole face is gonna be one giant tattoo. Yeah, I'm not, uh, it is you, eventually. You, you. I'm, I'm not hating on him. I'm just, I'm. It's the truth. But you know, I still love Post. I like that. I like those mean tweets. He's like, Man, this is one ugly guy, but yeah. good music though. He's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's kind of you know a little backhanded compliment, but uh, yeah, th- thanks. <laughs> and then, um, you got any more music news? I got. Yeah, I think that's all the music stuff Actually, I have. I Actually, it's not. Um, do you want to go into that, and then we can talk about Madonna for a second? Yep. We're going to go ahead, and um, I know I talked about Slash and Guns N' Roses. Well, Slash has seemingly confirmed that they're going to be having new music from Guns N' Roses. Uh, he did a, I believe he talked with uh, Classic Rock Magazine, and he, he revealed that the frontman, Axl Rose, is working on new material after the band's uh, lineup settled their difference differences reuniting in 2017 which i thought was crazy because i never thought i was going to ever see guns and roses again and come back they were going on tour and i was like oh my god so i got to see guns and roses which i never thought was going to happen i never thought they'd get back together i guess they're hurting for money so they're like you know what i guess we're gonna have to be <laughs> they're be hurting for money and they're like oh we were such a great band back in the day let's do it again yeah you remember how we made a lot of money you know how we don't have as much money y'all want to make money like i know we hate each other but money Look, man, suck it up for one tour. We're going to make so much cash, dude. And he goes, um, when it, when it was asked that if, what new music is coming out, he says, we'll see what happens. And um, he goes, I have no prospects. Now that we actually mended fences and gotten back together and done this, we're going to keep it together. Because all this stuff we had had sort out because of all the stuff back in the 90s, there's a lot of outside influences on that. So now that they're sort of eliminated, we're just left to our own devices. We're getting along great. Um, that's from Slash. And he goes, confirming Axel's progress on new material, he then added, so I think we're going to get well into the future. I mean, Axel's got a lot of stuff that he's been recorded lately, so we c- we're going to get in there, and we're just going to start to get into that thing. And then if we do record and then do a tour, I could see that cycle going endlessly. So uh, it's a hinting at possible like new music from Guns N' Roses until they break up again, which is hopefully like never. So Because I think they have phenomenal music. The music is enjoyable to you. It is enjoyable to me. And Slash, like I have said before, is one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And he is phenomenal to see live. He's very enjoyable to see live. Like I'm telling you, him, um, Buckethead, Eddie Van Halen, Jimi Hendrix, you know, they're, they're some of them greats. And they are all, ah, I like think... I said, Guns N' Roses, they had a Buckethead tour with them a little bit while they they're trying to get Slash figured out, and then Slash is back. So I hope to see new music. I'm praying for it. It says they're going to. They say that everything's in. As long as they stay together, we're going to have music. <laughs> I hope they do stay together. Um, I think Slash had a song come out not too long ago, actually. Yeah, so. he did, actually. He had, like, a little solo song come out. And then uh, we also have The Eagles. So if you didn't know. Just uh, all of your, like, all, all of your parents' favorite bands. Yeah, which is kind of kind of fun (laughs) but the eagles have officially have the best-selling album of all time 
So their greatest hits of 1971 through 1975 has overtaken Michael Jackson's Thriller. So um, I think Michael Jackson's Thriller is 33 times platinum. And the Recording Industry Association of America just uh, recalculated sales of the best collection and certified the LP as a 38 times platinum. So um, Thriller is in second place with 33 times platinum. And it took the band 45 years to get this. This album has been out for 45 years. It took them to get this. So when the album was 29, or their greatest hits in 2006 was 29 times platinum, which was still behind um, the 30, 30 times platinum of Thriller at the time. But the new calculations and the new certifications takes in, well, it's because of the new certification that takes into account for total streams and downloads. Yeah, see, streaming has changed music and changed like the way that things are classified and because, like, what goes platinum and what doesn't. Well, and... um, God's Plan was, or the sorry, the entire Scorpion album was two times platinum just from God's Plan streaming. Yeah, exactly. So, would, so I don't know when how they, it didn't win Song of the Year, but it's fine. Yeah, it, yeah, it happens. <laughs> so when like they, we know. So when we put in the new calc- when they did this new calculations, they came up um, and it jumped the they jumped them from twenty eight times platinum to thirty eight times platinum or twenty nine times platinum. I'm sorry, so it jumped up nine times. So that's nine million streams and or downloads, I believe. Wow. So good on congratulations! Like yeah, we, right? we have a we have a brand new um, but. Greatest hits, best album of the all time selling. So that's pretty freaking cool. And then we also have um, Billboard's reports that sales of Franklin's album's 30 greatest hits from 1985 increased by 12,693% after uh, she passed away. So she re entered the Billboard's top or 200 albums chart at number seven this week, which is her highest placement on the Billboard's 200 since 1972's Amazing Amazing Grace also peaked at number seven. So rest in peace to her. Uh, It's good to see her back on the back on in memorandum. So she had a beautiful voice. I know they talked about it a lot at the VMAs. It's, It's, it's really a tragedy. Aretha Franklin. Yeah, absolutely. She, I mean, she she had a voice so beautiful. She even made a, a Obama cry. Yeah. When she performed live for him, so yeah. it's just. And uh, I think she was actually starting to get back on an upswing too. Speaking of Aretha Franklin, so um, they did a tribute to her um, at the MTV VMAs. Um, they played, I think, uh, RSPCT. RSPCT. Respect. They played it. As, like, their closing credits song mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and Madonna was supposed to give, like, a tribute to her. Now, it's a very long um, story. Um, I've got the whole transcript. I'm going to read you the first paragraph and the last paragraph. And then I'm going to ask you some questions, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> first paragraph. This is, like, the intro. After years of struggling and being broke, I decided to go auditions for musical theater. I heard the pay was better. I had no training or dreams of ever becoming a singer, but I went for it. I got cut and rejected from every audition. Not tall enough, not blends in enough, not 12 octave range enough, not pretty enough, not enough enough. And then one day, a French disco sensation was looking for backup singers and dancers for his world tour. I thought, why not? The worst that can happen is I could go back to getting robbed, held up at gunpoint and being mistaken for a prostitute in my third floor walk up that was also a crack house. 
Um, you know, I'll read the next paragraph, too. So I showed up for the audition, and two very large French recording record producers sat and the empty theater daring me to be amazing. The dance audition went well. Then they asked if I had sheet music and a song prepared. I panicked. I had overlooked this important part of the audition process. I had to think fast. My next meal was on the line. Those are the first two paragraphs. Okay. The Literally, the whole, like, the, and I guess that was a decent buildup. Um, she tells, like, her whole backstory. Um, I guess at her audition, she um, sang, um, you make me feel like a natural woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, she got it. And that's, but, but literally this whole, whole thing was about her. Mm-hmm. And then a mention of Aretha Franklin's song. So it's all about, then, it was like Lady Gaga plugging herself? It was Madonna. She oh, was like, it's Madonna. She like is plugging, like talking about her whole story and her whole struggle. And then, you know, mentions literally Aretha Franklin twice in the speech. So it's all of about her struggle and how she came to be. Yeah. And hmm. then she's like, I sang one of her songs. But like. So then people, she was getting mad backlash on Twitter because, yeah. like, this is a tribute. Like, I thought she was going to sing something at first. But, like, um, if you're going to do a tribute to a person, don't say, like, don't tell this whole big story, story and mention them twice. Just be like, the things that you've done in your career have inspired me. This song inspired me to be a musician. Give a couple of different examples, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't just say this whole long story. I don't know. It was kind of a crappy way to do things and, like but I didn't. Mm. people on twitter kind of drug her a little bit and she came back with it she said i shared a part of my journey and thanked aretha for inspiring me along the way i did not intend to do a tribute to her that would be impossible in two minutes with all the noise and tinsel of an award show but she was doing a tribute <laughs> yeah i can see uh, i see both sides i do but i feel like she she did make it a little more about her. She should yeah. have made it more. I understand. Like, I understand, like, her telling the story, and I get it because, you know, Aretha Franklin did inspire her in the story. I think she could have been a little less about herself. Though. Yeah, I agree. That's, you know? I and agree. it was like a, she said it, I did not intend to do a tribute to her, but it was a tribute. <laughs> so, it, what, was it an, supposed to be an honorable mention then? <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, but, don't, um, I don't really know where she, what she was trying to go at, get at. I don't think she did either. So I, I think it could have been done better. It was a little distasteful. But, I mean, in the end, it, she did. In the end, it doesn't even matter. You're just mad they didn't win. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I am how the kids nowadays say salty. Also, do you have music? Because I have something that's not music. It's just sad. Well, it's kind well, of music. Well, I got I to go. So do you watch the History Channel at all? Yeah. Let's start out with that. Have, Actually, I do sometimes. What shows do you watch? Um. Well, I watch more National Geographic now. Okay. But, um. I like, do you like? Uh, it's on. I like Pawn Stars personally, and then there's also um, I'm American Rick Harrison. And this is my Pawn Shot. R.I.P. Big Oz, or I mean, uh, Old Man. R.I.P. But um, there's also another show it's called American Pickers. I don't yes. Know. Yes, and, yes. 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 And yes. They yes, kind of yes. go in everywhere. I in watch the... Antique Roadshow. I know it doesn't come on um, the History Channel, but that one's good too. <laughs> I actually watch that with my uh, my my grandma a lot, so I enjoy well, that they show. Call me old. <clears throat> yeah, well, 
the anti- or not antique red show. See what you did to me? Uh. Dang. Now, <laughs> the American pickers, so they kind of go across the country and they just pick out, they pick through junk and they buy junk. Well, they discovered a 1964 yes. International Harvester Metro used by the legendary rock band Aerosmith when they were like very beginning. And that was how they were getting to gigs. So they discovered it, um, the long lost wagon. They found it in, I believe, Chesterfield. So in the Boston area. So they unearthed it. Yeah, they unearthed the private property in Chesterfield across the state from the band's founding city of Boston. Uh, they found the showcase on the History Channel. The footage displayed a uh, dilapidated, rusty van bearing a custom graphic and Aerosmith lettering. The van was then loaded onto a trailer and carted away for $25,000. So I believe their plan is to restore it. And I know Aerosmith, after they heard about the story, I know Aerosmith is interested in trying to get their um, van back. Yeah, I so, think they want to buy it. And I mean, I'm pretty sure Steven Tyler alone's got the money to do it. Yeah. And I don't think, well, I mean, the whole point of um, the American picker, Pickers is they want to keep these things like... Um, keep all these old antiques, like restore them, like bring their value up. Well, not just for the value, but like for personal yeah, people, like for just people have, they're like, man, just that time in my life that they just have attachments to certain yeah. type of things and certain generational things, just certain things. Absolutely. And so I believe that they're going to fix it up. And I, I know that he's probably going to sell it back to them um, because I know on that show, they're really about, uh, they will always sell things or do something for um, people if they find out they get more out of it than they do because they all they just don't want it to be destroyed go to waste, go to waste. Yeah, yeah they want it to be used so we'll see but they've also donated some things to um, uh, different um, museums and whatnot so I'm curious to see how it goes I know he they did they did some find some things for Captain Kirk I know he ended up uh, employing them to find things in their new house. So I thought that was really cool. I remember reading about that. I thought that was pretty awesome. So you can go ahead and go. I got a little bit about that Nikki beef, but I'll let you go first. Um. Well, it's just sad. Um, Robbie Rotten has passed away. And if you don't know who Robbie Rotten is, he's off of the, uh, it was the, I think it was off Nick, right? Yeah, it was, uh, it was Nickelodeon. It was the show Lazy Town. Um, and if you didn't know him, he blew up in memes. It's like, he is number one. Well, see, like, I watched Lazy Town. Yeah. So, like, and his name, like, his name in the show was Robbie Rotten, but his real name is Stefan Carl Stefanson. Mm-hmm. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. It's a it, very Robbie extra Rotten name. wasn't that far of a stretch for the what they were going for. Um, but yeah, he played the villain, but he was always like the lovable villain. And I he, mean, he was, he was, was like a, a bad guy, show. but he's, yeah, it's a kid show. So it's not like a real, like, I don't know how, I really don't know how to describe lazy town. I feel like <laughs> I don't someone like was on acid and then was like, we need kids to work out more. And, the, and then they created mm-hmm. it. But I always loved. Like, I mean, that's. I think that's just kids' shows in general. Though. I like Sporticus's outfits a lot. I really like his shoes sometimes. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then like the meme, oh. "We are number one" became popular. Um, and then in I think it was like 2014 is when he got diagnosed 
with cancer. Um, he'd been going through some stuff. There was a hoax out a couple weeks ago that he had passed. Um, then we found out it was a hoax. Um, but he has passed. So, um, you know, RIP. It's it's sad. We've lost so many people just this year. Yeah. And it's just these. It's it's very sad to see. I mean, a lot of these artists are getting a lot older now, and we're just losing a lot of people that I grew up or influenced my childhood. Um, Robbie Rotten influenced my childhood one hundred percent. I always had a crush on the girl. I'm not gonna lie. When I was younger, so. I always just like thought Robbie was cool and misunderstood. Well, so. see, the thing is, I've <laughs> been like lately, at least in this past year, I saw a lot of um, Lazy Town memes, like with Robbie Rotten, the number one. They made things about that. Then there was the um, the bake a cake with Little John, how to bake a cake, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that, and. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's sad to see because this is, for a lot of people, this is their childhood. Like, like it's as if SpongeBob would have died, you know? It's- Man, I don't want to talk about that. Literally, my roommate Val, when she moved out, I was like, you know, you're the SpongeBob to my Patrick, dude. Like, literally, if she it's a weekend. One? Huh? What? No, I'm the smart one. But I'm the big one, so it's like... <laughs> I was, I'd be like on the weekends, she'd like have to go to work from like 11 to two and she'd be like, well, what are you, what are you like, what are you going to be up to while I'm gone? I said, wait for you to come back. <laughs> like, it's so sad. And now she's gone and we were Snapchatting last night and on Monday night and I sent her a video and I'm like, dude, we miss you so much. And she was like, I'm not going to lie. I cried a little bit during that. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. college, you make some of the best friendships with people in college. It's true. And and they stick with you. And what a lot of people don't understand, it's not about quantity. It is no, about, it's about quality. quality. You gotta have some good quality friends. In my freshman year, I had like a hundred friends. Now I got like ten. But I tell you what, like they're good friends, right? The ten is better than the hundred. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's possible also to be friends with people. One of my best, my best, like absolute best friend. We've been best friends for seven years now. Mm-hmm. And like you know, people like relationships from high school to college, friendships from high school to college, don't always work out. I mean, I think it's a mature thing. So, you know, if you're mature at the same pace, then you don't outgrow each other. You yeah. Grow together. But, you know, um, this is not a relationship podcast. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But R.I.P. Robbie Rotten. So we're going to go ahead and get into that Nicki Minaj. Uh, she has a radio show called Queen Radio. And I believe it's on iTunes. Or um, Apple Play is what it's called now, I think. <laughs> is it on Sirius? Uh, no, it's oh, uh, okay. I know it's Apple only. It's Apple oh, okay. exclusive. So I just know I thought it was iTunes, but they changed the name to Apple Play, I guess. Anyway, um, she had her show on and she goes, last night I said Normani was that because she is and I won't allow anyone to disrespect a black woman in this industry industry because I've had it. And then she then goes on to <laughs> she she honestly put a lot of people on blast this past week. Oh, well, for instance, uh, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner had to switch seats to be seated next to Cardi B at the VMAs to get away from yeah. Nicki Minaj. What I don't understand is, and I, I mean, I'll let you finish in a sec, but like, I'm going to let you finish, but... <laughs> but Beyonce had the best album of all time. You know? I mean, but God's Plan was a banger. Um, Nicki has got beef with everybody right now, so I mean... We'll keep you I mean, guys updated. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj even unfollowed Minaj. each other on Instagram. So, I mean, that's that's how you know it's serious, right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's some petty bull stuff. So, like, 
Well, also with Cardi, I mean, you know, she had the whole Moon Man show. They all thought it was going to be um, her daughter, right? Yeah. Well, Offset was pretty upset about that. Because yeah, he, he was. thought she was about to unveil their baby to the world. And he and, wasn't too happy about that. And I don't think they want to do that. I think they're keeping her off social media and mm-hmm. stuff. So, so to try to keep it. Yeah, keep he that was from mad. Happening. He was for real about to get PO'd. Well, another thing Nikki said is that um, this is on Travis Scott. So she goes, Auto-Tune Man is out here selling sweaters. Got you dumb thinking he sold half a million albums. So he's throwing, she's throwing shade at him, saying that he doesn't, he, he's not worried about his music. That's not what he's selling. He's selling his, sh- his shirts, his clothing lines, stuff like that. He's not, he's not selling music. And that's her, that's what she's saying. She, as of my knowledge, Travis Scott hasn't really um, talked back yet, other than the fact that, you know, they got switched to sit next to Cardi B at the VMAs instead of Nikki. So I, that's... We'll keep you updated with that as it comes in. But that's all we know on that topic as it is. But have you seen the new Lady Gaga pictures? With, no, you were telling me about them. Yeah, they were taken by Ellie Russell Linnitz. And if you uh, don't know who that is, he is, he did, he played uh, Pito, Tito, Pito, Tito, Tito, Tito. Yeah. In um, The Emperor's New Groove. So that was so. It's very interesting to see this little voice actor comes and and he started. He's switching to photography. Well, let me tell you what this photography is some abstract photography they did with um, Lady Gaga. This stuff is scary, man. I mean, she uh, she went ahead and she shared it onto her Instagram as well. And I, there, no, you know what this is. You, do you know what this is? This is literally a Yeezy photo shoot, what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, that is, because he ended up doing a, a collab with Kanye. I don't like Kanye West's stuff. I don't like his shoes. I think they're hideous. I don't like his attitude because he thinks he's everything. He did the um, that uh, for the music video for Famous. Mm-hmm. The That like portrait is on here. He's got a bunch of pictures of Kim. And um, their baby, their first baby. Wow, this is some strange stuff. Yeah, and see, that's the pictures that he has on that is nothing compared to. You can check it. It's uh, on Lady Gaga's Instagram. She has, I believe, she just shared uh, three new ones on there that she had taken. I know last Friday they had about. Um, last Friday they had three, and so they just released three more. And I'm going to show Sade these now to see just what I'm talking about, how obscure these and abstract these are. I hope you're ready for my ASMR reactions. Is it, That's not Lady Gaga. That's Lady Gaga. This is on her Instagram. This that's is her. That's not. That's Lady Gaga. That's very. And so is. I'll give, I'll, I'll describe each photo with one word. That first one was busty. <laughs> Um, Pinocchio. Witchy. She looks more like a witch in that one. Yeah. And they're they're just very wild, very odd uh, pictures that he has taken. And it, I mean, they're extremely photoshopped, but it's just very, very minted, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's nightmare fuel for sure. Um, speaking of Lady Gaga, she's going to be in the new movie *Stars Born*, Ooh. which is about Barbara Streisand. Okay, I just learned, so I'm excited to see that. 
Sports time. <laughs> Just real quick. Um, I only got a couple sports stories. One of them was an op-ed about um, last week, and I'm not going to read through it. Um, I'll just go over generally what it's about. But the first one is about Simone Biles. Do you know who Simone Biles is? I do because um, I just, yes. She is my personal, like, superwoman, like, honestly. So um, she is from the Olympics. Um, she's on the USA Gymnastics team. Yes. Um, she's Wasn't she... Um, <clears throat> Instead of 16 and pregnant, you're 16 in gold. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's done amazing. She was amazing. Wasn't she also adopted yes. as well? Yeah. yeah. She was like adopted by her, um, I think it was her uh, grandparents. She's from down in Texas, right? She's near the H-Town, I thought. I think she is from Texas, actually. I thought she was down in Houston, so um, uh, another, another chalk another one up for the H-Town. So on Friday, me and my mom were like laying down watching TV and- uh, and the U.S. All-Around was on, and so we decided to watch it. Um, and I knew that Simone was going to be there, and, like, I've been watching her for years. So we're like, okay, let, like, let's do it. Um, she had taken a break for two years. Um, she she took off all 2017. Um, y- Last year was not a good year for women's gymnastics. Well, that's because with all of, of the stupid, with all the Larry Nasser stuff going on. Yeah. It, it wasn't a you know um, a, a good time really, and I, she was one of those affected, I believe. And so mm-hmm. um, she took some time for herself to yeah. you know get away and everything. Um, she was back at the uh, competition this weekend. Um, she's amazing. And it, it, you. Okay. She's so amazing. So gymnast, if you're not a, if you've never done gymnastics before, it's and, hard. And if you can't tell just by watching that how difficult it is, but she makes it look easy, dude. Well, here's the thing, and she took off all that time, and she still came back, and she was able She's to do this. Still in amazing shape. So this story says Simone Biles has added another milestone to her historic gymnastic career with a gold medal at the 2018. United States Gymnastic Championships on Sunday. So we watched um, the first ro- four rotations on um, Friday night, uh-huh. and then um, the rest was on Sunday. And um, per the United States Olympic team, she's the first woman ever with five U.S. gymnastics all-around titles. Isn't so, yeah, the first woman with five. And then uh, per the Team USA's website... Um, she's the oldest woman to win the all-around crown. Since Which is crazy because she's not these, that old. Since these three girls shared it in 1971, she's 21. That's what I'm saying. She's not that old. Gym, gymnastics is just one of those sports where you get into it so young and you're done by the, like, yeah. uh, ooh, I let mean, me find out how old she is. Jordan Weber is done. She's a coach now. Well, I she don't was know. in the gymnast in the um, Olympics. Is there what's the age limit for Olympics? Because I feel like China, China has like thirteen year old girls out there. Um, I I think the age limit is probably fifteen. Yeah, because you're in there and you're out. You're out after you can typically a gymnast only last one, maybe two, maybe two uh, Olympics. So it's really it's quite. Well, so Jordan Weber's done. I'm pretty sure she's retired now at this uh-huh. point, and she's coaching. She's like an assistant coach. They said they were making jokes that she's the most decorated 
um, assistant coach for UCLA's gymnastic, which UCLA <laughs> produces so many good gymnasts. Oh, yeah. Um, they actually produce so many good everything. That's where a lot of good basketball players come out of because um, it's, you know, it's in California, it's in L.A. Um, but, yeah, she was a part of the final five in Rio, Simone was. And I want to say she was at the gymnastics before that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she was. So, it's it, amazing the things that she has been able to do. Um, and she's only 21. And so since making her debut at the U.S. Gymnastics, she's been unstoppable. She's taken gold in the all-around in each of her five appearances at the event. See, I feel Every like time she's gone, she's won. She has an amazing story. She came from just her backstory is amazing, and I am so happy to see her succeeding. And yeah, it's really too. it's really encouraging for a lot of other young women out there. Absolutely. And, and not to make it a race thing, but it's so encouraging for young black women, too, mm-hmm. because she's done so many good things, and she is literally the story of... It can happen for anyone, you know? Mm -hmm. And just the fact that she was adopted, I feel like makes it, I feel like that also puts a lot more on it because, man, that's hard. That on a kid's psych, that's hard to, you know, be in the system and go out and do that. And it's really good to see that she can, uh, they, the other people that are in the system, they can look, look up to her and be like, anything is possible. You can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, she was in and out of foster care when she was um, young. Her mom was in a, unable to care for her and her siblings um, due to drug and alcohol addiction. Mm-hmm. And the father abandoned the family. And it's um, just wonderful to see. Yeah, it's so good to see her doing that she so has well. Raised, ri- rose above all, all of these barriers that have been put in place for her yeah so she was born in columbus ohio but her hometown is houston texas what up what up you some texas represent but yeah so um two years till tokyo i i love the olympics so much i don't think anyone understands like how much i actually love the olympics i love to watch them i love to feel prideful about team usa Mm -hmm. you know me i like canada too so i always go for canada a little bit but um it's just so cool for me to see like all of these athletes number one because like it's not a malicious thing Mm -mm. really it's a it's a fun competitive thing oh yeah no but like to see these athletes work so hard and like show off for their country is so cool and i also feel like gymnastics is probably one of my favorite events Mm -hmm. because it is just crazy mind-boggling the things that they're able to do yeah also i just want to throw out there that like she um I think it was it the beam. No, I I don't think it was the beam. I think it was the uh, the uneven bars. Okay. One of those two was her worst event, um, and uh, she like when she first started her career, she didn't want to really go into it um, because she said it's not something I need to focus on. I need to put attention elsewhere because of you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and you know perfect myself in this or that. Um, she got like the highest score out of anyone. It's just like when, and I, it's her worst subject. Like it was just like Michael Phelps when they were like, oh, "This is his worst." So he, all he did was practice and practice and practice and practice it, and then next thing you know, he gets a gold medal for it. And see, that's the thing. I think that's the thing. Get super successful when you're young, and then retire by the time you're like thirty. And yeah, done. <laughs> his kid's name is Boomer. Boomer, interesting. Boomer. That's that's one of those. <laughs> that's one of those you know Southern Texas out on the farm names. Come over here, Boomer. Boomer Phelps. That is, yeah. You think, he's, you think he's going to be in the pool? 
Um, I mean, I'm sure his father's probably going to try to force him into it. But, you the know. Baltimore Bullet. The either, Flying Fish. He either will or he won't, depending on. <laughs> I mean, if his father tries to push him into it too much, I feel like you'd be like, yeah, you know what? Get burned out of it and not want to do it. Yeah. It happens to a lot of uh, I young athletes. I didn't realize um, he qualified for the Olympics in 2000. He went to Sydney. Um, he finished fifth, but he was 15. Mm-hmm. I th- I think that 15 is the age that they'll Okay, 15. Joined. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, right. But um, And then just the last story I had was kind of um, what we talked about last week. I didn't mean to make Bob so emotional. I apologize. Mm. But um, it was just uh, – I'm not really going to go through it, but it was an op-ed written. And um, the I'll, I'll read you the title because the title is powerful. So, like, the title is – Prehistoric college football players are killing players. It's past time to stop them. So it was written by Sally Jenkins, um, and it was posted yesterday um, at about 9.15. But the first sentence is, Heat stroke didn't kill Jordan McNair. The berserk excuses of coach DJ Durkin and his staff did. So um, we talked about last week pretty much what happened. Um this guy, you know, he died um, after practice. There were some things that didn't happen um, that his coaches should have done and didn't. And so this op-ed kind of just goes into that and talks about um, how things need to stop. Um, she, you know, praises the university for taking, um, you know, taking responsibility for not having done those things. But basically decides that, you know, um, they need to do more now. Yeah. So, um, and she said, an NFL player hasn't died from heat exertion. Heat exertion in 17 years. That's the full measure of the crude, knuckle-dragging stupidity at work here. You know how many kids NCAA football coaches have killed with conditioning drills in that same time period? 27. I say kill because that's what it is. When tyrants force captive young men to run themselves to death out of their own outdated fears of weakness. Why is the NCAA tolerating this kill rate, which is unmatched at any other level of football? So um, she really digs in in this op-ed. It's a really good read. Um, It's by Sally Jenkins. It's um, from the Washington Post. And like I said, the title is Prehistoric College Football Coaches Are Killing Players. It's past time to stop them. So if you've got a second, go check that out. Uh, It's a real, real interesting read. Um, and also, it's pretty true. Yeah, yeah, I asked no, Bob yeah. how I felt about it, and he was said, I think it's accurate. And they're, um, I mean, what I think they're doing is they're doing a little, a little, uh, they're doing it a little, they're doing a little too little too late on everything. And I'm interested to see on how the safety changes and everything that they put in place for student athletes. I'm curious to see, well, not just student athletes, athletes in general, like at any yeah, because the football, the the football, the NFL is starting to do stuff um, to prevent more stuff to prevent mm-hmm. CTE. I was watching a game and um, last week, and you can't go for a football player's legs either now, Mm-mm. or I mean, not for a player, a quarterback's can't, legs. You, you can't anything below the knee is a no go. Yeah, it's like for so for a quarterback, it's literally anything below the knee, anything above the neck. Mm-hmm. So and they're they're really starting and it's just preseason so that's when they like start to figure out all the new rules and stuff but they're really getting good at like like helmet to helmet anytime you like 
duck your head and point with your helmet, you're getting tar- you're getting flagged for helmet helmet. Yeah, well, just Target. from a from my when I switched from high school to college, that one year they added so many new rules. Uh, as linemen, we weren't allowed to cut anymore. We weren't allowed to or pass five yards. We weren't allowed to do a lot of different things, and a lot of things were considered like well, like she said, targeting and our personal fouls. So. They have changed a lot of the rules, but it, it's uh, curious to see how the safety gear in, evolves and helps. So. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see that I think that it'll be it'll make for a more safer sport because I think when I think of um, football and basketball, when I just think of like these sports mm-hmm. like the NCAA and the NFL, NBA, things like that, I'm like, this is this is someone doing what they love and, and getting paid for it. They're having fun. Their life should not be at risk. Right. So. I agree. So right before we end up, we end this episode, we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and uh, plug that for our next episode, we're gonna we're gonna be have we will have gone to a concert Monday. We're, can we not tell them who? I think we already told them who, but let's just leave some mystery for now. Yes, so we will be going to a concert Monday. It's gonna be at uh, the Twist. So I'm pretty excited, and we will let you know everything come Wednesday on how that went and just everything about it. So yeah, it's gonna be very a certain person heavy, and we might have an interview. We might not. If we don't. We don't. He's still gonna be. We're still. We're still gonna, have, gonna watch him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. her still or her, him or her, them, they. Um, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. So yeah, just here's a key. Here's a key. I almost wanted to go buy some Jordans. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm not gonna drop money like that. Just and that's gonna be next but, Wednesday. So make sure to stay tuned to Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.